1: ...of your wife week. That's my job. Uh Uh-oh. Folks, if I ain't mistaken, you're about to hear the first floor show ever put on in front of a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what I mean. Any guy who sells a no-rubbing,
2: no-buffing preparation like Johnson's self-polishing glow coat to the housewife is giving her something better than flowers or candy or diamonds. He's giving her more leisure, more pride in her home,
1: and a lot easier job of housework. Hey, Harlow. What? I don't mean to change the subject. As if you could.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but do you always eat here at the Poplus's restaurant? Sure. I sell him
2: so much Johnson's wax and glow coat, I know he's got the cleanest place in town. Is that so? Go take a look at his kitchen sometime. You could eat off the floor.
4: Mm, it seems to be a pretty busy place.
2: I'll say it is. I couldn't even find a place to sit down in there. I ate in the kitchen. No. They set a table for you out in the kitchen? No, oh, no. I
1: ate off the floor.
2: See what I mean? Well, so long, folks. <laughs>
1: Let's see, Johnson and son sure own a controlling interest in that guy. Well, come on in, Molly.
4: Lead on, me pal of the week. (laughs)
1: Ah, good day, sir. And, modern,
5: the name, please. What do you mean, the name? Big pardon, sir, but we're very busy today. Did you call up and reserve a couple
1: of stools?
4: Well, heavenly day. Hmm, a
1: mater de hash joint. First thing we know, Nick will start hiring red caps to carry the tea bags.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Just give us a stool or a booth anywhere, Mr. Headwaiter. We're not fucking.
1: Oh, sorry, madam. It's impossible at the moment. We're extremely busy.
5: However, if you'd care to wait a few moments in the cocktail lounge... What cocktail lounge? Uh, right next door, sir. Of course, it isn't quite finished, but it's very amusing to watch the steam shovels. <laughs>
4: Stop shooting a malarkey to us, Sharky, and call Mr. DePopolis. <laughs>
1: We're friends of his. Uh, oh, there he is, over there, by booth number five. Oh, sorry, sir. Mr.
5: DePopolis can't leave those patrons for the moment. Why not? Their table wobbles a bit, and he's keeping his toe under it.
6: <laughs> <laughs> ah, they're leaving. Uh, Mr. DePopolis. Yes, what is being the... Oh, hello there, Cupid. Hello, Peter. Hi, Nick. Welcome to my restaurant, sir. I didn't any more expect to see you in here today than I can shake a stick at.
4: Well, you seem to be doing quite a business, Mister Depopulus.
6: Oh yes, Tuesday is as busy with the Depopulus Restaurants as it is with you, Fisher, and for the same reason: baked clams. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad you're patronizing my places instead of that one across the street. What's the matter with the place across the street, Nick? Food no good. Oh, the food is being ugly-duckly, Fisher. But the service... Oh. The service is being as slow as Malachi pushing Jenny Wimber.
4: Oh. Is it really?
6: Yes, I can't stand it much longer. Every time I send over there for my lunch, it is taking them half an hour to breathe across the street. <laughs> if I don't look out there, I will lose a good customer.
1: Well, look, Nick, uh, I've rung Molly in here on account of it being uh, Make a of Your Wife Week.
6: Can't you give us a booth right away? Why, Fisher, for a good friend of mine like you... I certainly don't think I can right away. But the very first one that is being available, somebody else will probably get that for us, too.
4: Well, uh, how about the one you just left, Mr. DePopolis?
6: Oh, sure. Why don't you sit there? Head waiter! Uh, yes, Mr. DePopolis? Uh, give these people booths number five so they have a good view of the entertainment, if we only had some. I hope you're enjoying your lunch, QP and fizzer in spite of the food. Well,
3: <laughs> oh, thanks, Nick.
4: Step
5: right this way, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, allow me, madam.
4: Allow you what?
5: Why, allow me to hold your chair for you.
4: So you can pull it out from under me when I sit down. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> Get away from there. <coughs> yes,
5: madam. I'll send the waitress right over. Hey, Blondie, tag a setup up for number five. Oh.
4: <laughs> hmm, look at this silverware, McGee. Four forks and no knife or spoon. Oh,
1: that's class, Molly. me your salad fork, entree fork, cocktail fork, and pie fork.
4: Well, they're all a nice. What's
1: the difference? Everything in here tastes alike. <laughs> oh, here's the waitress. Hi, sis. Uh, what's good today?
4: Oh, hello, folks. Haven't seen you for a long time. We have pot roast, lamb stew, weenies, and sauerkraut. That's a good-looking fur coat you have on, Mrs. McGee. Pork shanks, corned beef, and cabbage, only it's all gone. Spanish omelet and veal loaf. What on earth do you <laughs> suppose Sumner Wells is cooking up over there in Europe? <laughs> Pot roast. Same
1: here. I didn't know you was working here, Mrs. Wearybottom. <laughs> now, how do you like
3: being a... How do you
1: like being a croquette croupier?
4: Well, uh, <laughs> Cut it out now. Well, frankly, Mr. McGee, I don't think I'll be here very long. The chef is one of those fresh guys. Every time I put in an order, he sticks his head out of that little window and winks at me. Two orders of pot roast. And if he does it just once more, I'm going to drop whatever I'm doing and quit. And there he goes. He just did it again. And I quit.
7: No doubt about it. Oh. Chloe's gone. Lost in the jungle. Nellie was a lady. Last night she died. Oh, Miss Hannah, refuse to see me. But there's always Dinah. Sweet old Dinah. I'm going to make her my bride. woe. Sure to me, Diana Lee with the Dixie eyes blazing. I would love to sit and gaze into the eyes of Diana Lee, mm-hmm. every night. Mm-hmm. Why do we not change the fight? Mm-hmm. Because my dynamite's gonna a change of mind about me. Now don't you ever go and change your mind about me, Diana Lee, sweet Diana? Mm-hmm. If you wandered off to far away China, I would hop a an ocean going liner, just to be with Diana Lee.
3: Oh, she's got to come in
7: went to China. I was half a liner on the way to China just to find my Dinah Lee. Dinah Lee. Dina. Oh, Dinah, Dinah, Dinah. Oh, Dina. 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 Dina
3: Miss <scolding> Lee. Thank
1: you, King's That was great.
0: The pot roast,
4: Molly. Oh, it's not bad, dearie. I think I could stand any kind of food as long as I didn't have to wash the dishes afterward. It's so nice to get out once in a while. Partial
0: dependence, cigarette tax, 18 cents a day, 365 times 18 cents, reasonable depreciation on real estate.
4: Oh, look, McGee, there's Mr. Gildersleeve sitting over there. Huh? Where? Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> He's figuring
1: his income tax on the tablecloth. <laughs> hey, Gildersleeve. Oh. Hey. Oh, my
0: goodness, look what I did.
4: Oh, sorry we started you, Mr. sleeve. Did you spill something on you? Hello,
0: Mrs. McGee. Hello, McGee. No, but I just spilled ketchup all over my deductions. <laughs> oh, well, I was in the red anyway.
3: <laughs>
0: you eat here all the time, Gildy? Oh, yes, indeed, McGee. I come here because they have pies, just like my mother used to make. Oh. Oh, poor mother. She certainly baked terrible pies. <laughs> In fact, she still does. <laughs>
4: well, then why don't you eat your pie over at her house?
0: I can't. She sells them all to Nick. <laughs> well,
1: thanks for the warning, Gildersleeve. Anything I hate,
0: it's bum pastry. Now look here, McGee. You can't talk like that about my mother's cooking. Well, well, all I said is what you says yourself. Copycat? I ain't either a copycat. You You're are too. Just... Oh, now oh,
4: yeah, stop I'll it. Knock
0: you that bowl of soup off my shoulder.
4: Stop it now. Finish your lunch, McGee. And uh, do you eat in here all the time, Mr. Gildersleeve? Oh,
0: no, no. Uh, Just at (laughs) mealtime. Am I hot tonight? (laughs) Don't be so fresh,
1: Rocky. She was asking if you was a regular patron here.
0: Well, up to now I have been, McGee. But by George, I'm getting pretty tired of their stinginess.
4: Stinginess, Mr. Gildersleeve? Yes.
0: They only serve two slices of bread. Imagine that. Two slices. Hmm. I like bread. And two slices isn't enough. I've complained and complained.
5: And they won't do a thing about it. Uh, Pardon me, Mr. Gildersleeve. Uh, Mr. Populous has heard about your trouble with the bread, so he sent you this.
0: Oh, look at that, Molly. A whole loaf of bread. Cut in two. That's just what I've been talking about. Look at it. You see what I mean? Two slices again. (laughs) Where's that, Populous? Let me talk to that field
3: ballad. (laughs)
4: McGee, I still wish we'd have gone to the Giltmore Grill. I imagine that's where Billy Mills took Mrs. Uppington. Hmm? She's so uppity about everything, why she wouldn't think. Hey, Hey, Molly, Molly, listen.
3: Oh,
7: William, this is such fun, really. Isn't it just too quaint eating in a place with paper napkins? (laughs) Just like a picnic.
2: Sure
1: is, Bubbles. (laughs) This joint gets more like a picnic grove every day. (laughs) Even this spinach tastes like poison ivy.
7: (laughs) (laughs) But Mary so, I like this so much better than that little place you took me to last night. You know, the place built like a railroad car.
1: Oh, you mean Diamond's Diner? Say, that guy slaps together the best corned beef hash in town, Snuggie.
7: <laughs> <laughs> oh, really, I wasn't criticizing the food, my dear. Only I forgot I was not on a real railroad train, and when I opened the door to go back to the club car, I fell right into a garbage can. <laughs> oh,
4: really. uh-huh. Hmm, you hear that, McGee? And her telling us about what an exclusive place they were going to have lunch.
1: Oh well, I guess she found out it's hard to tie a feed bag on over a high hat.
4: <laughs>
1: you want any dessert, Molly?
4: Oh no, thank you, McGee. I'm I'm finished. Yeah, me
1: too. Hey, waiter, give me the treasurer's report.
4: <laughs>
5: yes, sir. Here you are, sir. Two lunches at sixty-five cents, a dollar thirty. Cover charge ten cents each,
4: a dollar
1: fifty. Okay, but I just. Oh oh.
4: What's the matter, McGee?
1: Uh, I left my money home on the dresser. Oh. Uh, let me take a couple of bucks, Molly.
4: I haven't a dime with me,
1: dearie. Oh. <clears throat> now, give me the check, but I'll sign it. Sorry, sir. Against the room. Huh? You'll have to get it okayed by Mr. DePopolis. Huh? Oh, okay. Excuse me, Mommy. I'll be right back. Hey, Nick.
3: <laughs> you know what I done? I left the house without remarking. <laughs>
1: Now well, you take my recipe for a pork pie, chef. First you cut the pork into cubes, see, about an inch square. Then you rub your pan with garlic. Wait a minute. How are you doing, Molly?
4: Ah oh, dear, Mister DePapula says we can go when I finish these twelve stacks of dishes, McGee. Oh, nice. well, well,
1: take your time, Molly. I'm in no hurry. What was I saying, chef? Oh yeah. Then you take about two pounds of breadcrumbs.
3: <laughs>
2: Molly will be back in just a moment, which leaves me just time to remind you that in these bad weather days of March, your floors, furniture, and woodwork need the protection of genuine Johnson's wax. Floors that have been regularly Johnson waxed laugh at wet, muddy footprints. A damp cloth removes the dirt, and the rich beauty of the waxed floor remains intact. That's why we say when you walk on wax, you save your floors. For the same reason, woodwork and furniture that is Johnson waxed is more beautiful, easier to keep clean, and guarded by the tough wax shield against scratches, dirt, and smudgy fingerprints. Have you examined recently a can or bottle of genuine Johnson's wax, either paste or liquid? You'll find listed right on the package more than 100 labor-saving uses for this famous wax polish. Read this list carefully. It will save you many hours of work throughout the year and add greatly to the beauty of your home.
4: Now, look, McGee, next year when make-a-pal-of-your-wife-week comes around, leave me no, so I can buy a pair of rubber gloves. <laughs> the idea of making your own wife wash dishes in a public now, restaurant. wait a minute,
1: Molly, that ain't fair. How did I know Nick would be so dad dressed? Well,
4: we shouldn't have gone there in the first place. Huh? Any restaurant that the government forces to serve bicarbonate of soda with every businessman's lunch... Hey, wait a minute.
1: Why does the government do that?
4: Well, they're trying to relieve the distress of the small merchant. Nice. Good night. Good Good night, all.
2: This is Harlow Wilcox speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, inviting you all to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is the National Broadcasting company.